y'all welcome or welcome back this is talk your shit with deja where we drop the eye because not only can i talk our shit but i want you to talk your shit too i hope you are doing well on this lovely wednesday night and i hope your valentine's day was beautiful um unfortunately (laughs) i spent my valentine's day doing my mom's hair (laughs) but you know that's my baby so i gotta Show love in any way that I can. So, yeah, I spent all Valentine's Day doing my mom's hair. Um, But maybe you were able to get out and love on yourself or love on somebody. Or maybe you did your mom's hair, too, because who knows? But (laughs) needless to say, I hope you all enjoyed your Valentine's Day. And it was not, you know, so somber and down and everything. Because, you know, we're trying to change our mindset around here. Because, baby, if you did not have somebody to come home to or to go out with, you were supposed to do that with yourself. Because we was loving on ourselves all 2023. Yes. But in the, in the, what is, what is it? In the, in the sake, in the wake, in the, in the, I don't know what the phrase is, but with talking about, you know, loving on ourselves and everything. And in the conversation I had last week about unconditional love, I was, I was pondering, (laughs) big words. (laughs) I was pondering like the thought when I had said, like, I'd rather have a, broken selfless person than a healed selfish person and I was thinking about it and I was like you know what I kind of want to elaborate on you know those two words because those two words are some of the most important words that you can use within your vocabulary is selfish and selflessness like those should be the two words that is guiding you (laughs) in a sense of like how you're moving through life, how you're connecting with people and everything of that nature. Um, But like when I mentioned it last week, I wasn't able to really go too far in depth because I'd be trying not to go off topic. But I was like, you know what? I want to like come in behind because y'all know I like to flow or whatever. So I wanted to come in behind like last week and, you know, able like actually talk about what it means to be selfish and what it means to be selfless. Because although I said I would choose the broken selfless person, I personally would want somebody who knows how to do both. I would want somebody who knows how to be both selfish and selfless. Like I would want somebody who has practiced both and not sits on one side of the other. I think a lot of the problem, it's crazy because I always talk about the problems in society, (laughs) but it's like, some of like one like one of the biggest problems is we suck at balancing in general like even when you look at whether it's politics or genders or all this other stuff it's like as a society we make people choose one or the other as if there's not a whole big gap in between the two and it's like we like a happy medium is how we get through life not choosing one versus the other so like I said although I said I would want like a selfish but it was like if you had to choose type of thing which one would you choose and I would choose the broken selfless person only because you know that that kind of resonates with me a little bit more than a healed selfish person but 
I honestly will want somebody who knows how to have both within their life. And then I'm going to take this episode to kind of go in depth about why I say both. And then, of course, you know, I found a website because, you know, I like doing research and I like passing along information when I can. So you can all go read yourself because although if you like me. You like when people tell you stuff rather than, well, now nah, I'm lying. I actually don't mind to go do the the research myself. But if you're the type of person that like when people tell you the information and you learn that way, then I'm going to give you the information and pass it along. But if you're the type of person that wants to go read it for yourself, I'm going to leave the uh, website in the description box below. Um So you can, you know, copy paste and go check out the website itself because I was actually reading through it and it was really helpful uh it was some great points in there and everything so i'm kind of going to go through the website skim over it kind of come up with like the most important points that i see but again i'm going to leave the website um and then i'm going to put the name of the article as well like here like i did last week like i said i'm going to stop doing the links in the videos because it just don't make sense but i'm gonna <laughs> I'm going to leave the uh, the title like right here um, so you guys can see what the name of the title is. And I'll say it out loud for the podcast listeners. Um, so it's called Being Selfish Versus Being Selfless, How to Find the Balance. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So how I want to start this before I actually dive deep into the website. I want to start off by giving definitions. Y'all know I was giving definitions at the beginning, but I stopped giving definitions. But then I'm like. Let's get back to the let's get back to the 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 roots back to our roots or whatever. <laughs> so I want to put the definitions of uh selfless and selfish um just so you all can see them. Um cuz again, we just throw out these words and don't ever really know the definitions. And even if you know the definition, I'm still going to give it to you anyways. So <laughs> so the definition of selfless is concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's own yeah let me reread that that was just tragic how i just read that okay selfless definition enunciate dejeuner (laughs) so concerned more with the needs and wishes of others than with one's own unselfish bam and then the definition of selfish because that was selfless. I hope I said that. (laughs) Selfish definition is of a person, action, or motive, lacking consideration for others, concerned chiefly with one's own personal profit or pleasure. So basically, you just put your needs before others, and then the other one is you put other people's needs before yours. That's just that on that. Um, So I'm going to get started with the... um, website so basically the first point that i like came across that i wholeheartedly agree with is that the best way to practice these is in balance like you should never be on one side versus another side of course there may be seasons in your life where you may have to be more selfish there may be seasons in your life where you have to be more selfless there are seasons in your life where you may have to be both at the same time but 
ideally you want to be both but of course depending on what you're doing at that time in your life is going to determine which one you need to be um one of the biggest things that they kept recurring on the website is that you can't really give out to people what you don't have in a sense of your cup is supposed to runneth over and that's what other people get is the run over not what's in your cup so an ideal thing is for people to have a balance is you're practicing both selflessness and selfishness and then it says that selfless people can tend to be taken advantage of by selfish people so if you've paid attention to all of the people talking about relationships online and everything of that nature, you can always pay attention to the people that are selfish versus people that are selfless. Or I won't even necessarily just say selfless, but you can definitely catch which ones are selfish. And I think that the people that are selfish move out of like that fear. I think fear causes you to be so selfish because you're scared of getting hurt or taken advantage of that you move at a, unless I'm getting something back in a return, I'm not doing it. Even last week I mentioned, you know, with the unconditional love, like a lot of the reason why we don't do stuff just outwardly for people is the fact of us being scared that we're going to be taken advantage of or we're not going to get the results that we want or whatever. We're just worried that it's not going to come back in the way that we would want it to come back. So we hesitate to give it out. And in my mind, I would equate that to like a selfish person. And not even necessarily that you just got to go around just giving out everything to everybody because everybody is not deserving of you. But you should definitely not be moving out of fear when you're coming to these conclusions. Honestly, I think that everybody comes to the table with a clean slate. And it's not until you show me something that causes me to be like, hold up, wait a minute, that I take a step back and reserve myself. I think a lot of us have a hard time with that because we've been hurt or gone through trauma. So unless we healed it, you know, healing, unless we healed it, we really come up to the table automatically looking for those transactions. And it's like, honestly, when you come to the table, you should be coming to the table as you. First first day out the gate, whether it's a friend, work, uh, family, uh the romantic relationship you should be coming out the gate as you now when you start to be selfish is when you notice that you is not being received by others and they're they're now pulling at you more than you can give in a sense of and not more than you can give but in a sense of you're constantly giving but it's, it's, it's nothing is coming back your way. And I would say like the best way to evaluate that is by learning yourself. Right. So when you're, when you're going into relationships, when you're going into businesses, when you're going into family stuff, you should be going in like figuring out what you even want from out of that situation. I think a lot of the times we go into stuff, not even knowing what our, I wouldn't say end goal would be because an end goal it 
it means that it's coming to the end and you don't necessarily want it to end. But I think it should be like, what do you want from out of this person at this point in time? You know, and we don't think about that enough before we just go in, dive in head first into these relationships. And then when it seems like we're just giving and giving and giving and never get anything back in return, it's probably because you never knew what you wanted to get back in return in the first place. Like for me, I'm a, I'm a giver naturally. So it's like when I go around people, I'm going to give, whether that be my thought process, whether it be gifts, whether it be my time, whether it be anything of that nature, I'm giving. And if I don't know what I want back in return, I can't blame that on them when they don't give it back in return. Like, I have to have direction for my life. I have to have direction for myself. And that includes any relationship. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, like if you're, say you're going to a job and you're working, but you know that one day you want to be a manager or whatever. That need to be established as soon as possible. There's no reason why you should be going to a job knowing that you want to be a manager one day, but you haven't even figured out how to talk to, you know, the upper level people to figure out, okay, what are the steps that need to be taken? Like what will make, what, like talking to a supervisor, like what will help me to stand out? Like what, what helped you to get to the place where that you were in? Or if it's a romantic relationship, when you're out here dating, it, you need to be determining, okay, do you want a man now? Or do you have time to, to actually vet? Or do you want to be married? Do you want kids? You know, how do you want these things to be set up? Like, all of this stuff needs to be determined. And I wouldn't necessarily even say, like, the structure, maybe, of everything. Maybe, like, uh where you're going to stay, that doesn't necessarily have to be figured out right now. You know, the size of the house doesn't necessarily need to be figured out. But if you want to be in a relationship right now, if you want to be married, if you want to have kids, like those things need to be established before you just go out and deal with people. But if you never established them in the first place, then when you just go out here, just giving yourself to everybody, but you never established what you wanted back in return, you can't be mad when they pull from your cup, but never refill it, you know? Like, I will never be mad at the dudes that came into my life because the only one that I had clear direction for was the first one. The last three, I did not have clear direction for them, which makes sense as to why there was no direction taken. Like, I followed them. They didn't have a direction either. So I was led to wherever the wind was blowing. But it's like in those three situations, I could feel myself being pulled. I felt myself giving more than I was receiving in a sense of I knew in my heart that I wanted a relationship, but I never communicated that or I never put boundaries, which is a major thing when it comes to selflessness is boundaries. I never put boundaries around my selflessness in a sense of, okay, maybe we not gonna have sex if you're not my boyfriend. Maybe you're not gonna come over to my house if you're not my boyfriend. Maybe I'm not gonna come over to your house if you're not my boyfriend. Maybe we're not gonna do these things if you're not my boyfriend. Like, So it's like, 
you got to have clear boundaries, even with the work thing. Maybe I'm not going to do overtime if I, I'm not even considered for these positions. Maybe I'm not going to do overtime if this is not going to help me to raise up in the company. Like, these are things that need to be figured out before you just go to giving yourself and not knowing what you're going to get back in return. Granted, there are times when you could just give yourself out. But when you feel like you running on empty <laughs> and now you need results, then you got to pull back and let people know. But I think you have to let people know your, your, what is it, your direction at the beginning so that when you do start pulling back, they're not surprised. Like, you don't ever want to just be like, okay, we're going with the flow. And then <coughs> when they don't give you, you know, a relationship back in return, then you start pulling back and they're like, okay, what's what's going on? What's really going on? But if you let them know, like, yo, I want a relationship and you know that you're the type of person to do wifely things or, you know, be that girlfriend type of person or, you know, give gifts and plan dates. And if you know you're that type of person and you've already made your intentions clear, like, yo, I'm looking for something serious. I'm ready to be in a relationship. I'm ready to be married and all this other stuff. They can't be surprised. Like if they never meet you there, when you start pulling back, because you made your intentions clear and they did not meet you where you were at. So you pull back. So I think, like, again, there's a healthy balance in between both of them that you need. And boundaries, of course, helps to establish those, that balance, rather. Um, so it says, people who only operate in selfish behaviors are incapable of healthy relationships, which makes sense. If you're only ever putting your needs over everybody else's, then you're never going to get anywhere. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I think it's be the talking. I be talking a lot. It's <laughs> so, so dry in my throat, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah. A selfish, a super selfish, per uh, a super selfish person to me sounds narcissistic, which is what I mentioned last week. Because I was like, okay, a healed, healthy person just sounds like a narcissist, but then they wouldn't be healed or healthy or whatever. But a selfish person, a super selfish person, just sounds narcissistic in a sense of like they don't care about nobody else around them; they only care about themselves. Like they have to be the center of all the attention, like nobody else. Like your mind got to be on them, they mind got to be on them, they mama mind got to be like everybody mind got to be got to be on them for them to be okay. And with somebody who thinks like that, it's just it's never gonna lead to anything healthy but I do I do like understand why some people may be throwing out this this word <laughs> narcissistic all over the place but I really need people to really just like chill out on using that word sometimes because narcissism narcissism is an actual diagnosis and unless somebody went and got diagnosed you don't know if they're narcissistic or not that's why I said it's to me it sounds narcissistic but I would never be like okay somebody who only cares about themselves is narcissistic I would never because I'm not I don't know nothing about the DSM-5 
don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I learned a little bit in psychology class in college, but I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing about it, so I can't diagnose anybody. But, but I feel like a lot of people have started calling so many people narcissistic because of the selfish tendencies. And it's like just because they have selfish selfish tendencies doesn't necessarily equate to them being narcissistic, but. It definitely sounds like it a little bit. <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds like it, but until they are diagnosed, don't just be throwing out that word all over the place. It's like the boy who cried wolf. You keep saying the people narcissistic. Then when you actually run into somebody narcissistic, ain't nobody going to believe you. So, be careful with that word. But, um, yeah, selfish people are incapable of having healthy relationships at some point you have to take other people's feelings and them into consideration in order to be in relationships and that's work relationships family relationships romantic relationships you have to be able to assess everybody around you in order to be in a healthy relationship because if you're only thinking about self then you're you're really not going to be able to assess the situation like you need to. Because, that, like again, like I mentioned last week, empathy is one of those big things when it comes to selflessness or, like, unconditional love or whatever. And if you only think about self, you're never... <coughs> <coughs> Shit. <coughs> Ooh. If you're only thinking, if you're only thinking about self, let me see. Hold on. Okay, hopefully that little bit of water help. <laughs> but if you're only thinking about self, you're never gonna be able to empathize with anybody, which means that you're never gonna be able to see where that other person is coming from when they're coming to you about something, and then you're never gonna get on the same page, and then it's just gonna be a whole thing. So, yeah. Next thing is, is like I mentioned, well, like I just mentioned, eh, mentioned setting and maintaining boundaries, reflection and communication helps create balance. You need boundaries. And I, I've been working on that a lot. Like, and I'm still not the best, especially with people who tug at my heartstrings, but, um, setting boundaries, it is it really is going to help a lot a lot a lot a lot i think um setting boundaries is how you practice selflessness and selfishness all at like all at the same time because having healthy boundaries you can make sure that you're okay enough to give to everybody else you know if something doesn't sit well with you don't do it just to be okay with somebody else because then it's going to lead to like later on down the line you're going to be uh upset and everything then you're going to pass that along to other people like i remember my friend dealing with him when we first started dealing with each other i remember i wouldn't say anything wouldn't do it like i wouldn't let him know when anything was wrong with me, right? So then I'm I'm in the mood where I'm thinking like I'm just giving or whatever, but I can tell my my attitude was shifting. And then it started ruining the time that we spent together, which was already very little. 
So it's just like, (coughs) 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 shit. Oh, y'all. I really got a dry throat. I don't know what's going on here. Um, Let's see if this Gatorade will help because I can't keep coughing. Okay, maybe the electrolytes will do a little something, <laughs> but but yeah. So, but me not setting boundaries with him, I just realized it would affect so much of our re- relationships, like further down the line. Like once we start, okay, once you get out of that little cupcake phase or whatever, and shit starts to settle, like the dust settles or whatever. It starts af- affecting the the attitude or the aura when we hung out or whatever. So I would notice that because we weren't in a relationship, you know, when I would get stuff from him, I would just feel some type of way. And it would lead me to get an attitude, but then I didn't share what was going on. And then it would just fuck up the whole mood to the point where he would want to leave because now the shit is fucked up. So it's just like, make sure you're setting boundaries. If you know that you need to be in a relationship with somebody, let that be known. Like, but please know that. And I would say maybe at the beginning when you're dating, you don't necessarily know you need to be in a relationship with somebody. But once you start feeling that, like, once you start feeling, because I feel like there's a threshold. There's, like, a threshold to where, because when we first started talking, I was meeting him where he was meeting me. Like, I wasn't doing too much, none of that. But once I started noticing that I was starting to, you know, turn into that woman where you're, like, fighting to not text back and all this stuff too fast and being clingy. Once I started feeling that, I should have let it be known, like, yo, I'm starting to develop more feelings like are we gonna do this or not and then once it was communicated to me that we're not gonna do this then take a step back and move on to the next person but I didn't and I stayed in there and it just started ruining stuff so it's like setting up boundaries helps to alleviate all of that in a sense of had I known that I should have like I'll, okay, had I known, because I was naive, I ain't even going to hold that too much against myself. And honestly, if you're going through it for the first time with anybody or anything where you're you're going through it all at, it's the first time going through it, so you're feeling things you ain't never felt before and all this other stuff, don't hold yourself hostage to that situation. Like, you really could only do what you were capable of doing in that moment. But with the knowledge that I have now, I know I would never do anything like that again. Like boundaries are definitely move like different moving forward because now I know that you can spend time with somebody, get to know them, like them and all this other stuff. And without a relationship, it seems like it is, I wouldn't say it's all for nothing, but it seems like a situation that is uncontrollable in a sense of there's no peace in that. Because you're going to always be like, okay, so I'm like, I like you, but we can't be together. Like, what the fuck? But before I keep running on, I'm going to leave it at that. Just set set boundaries so that you can have a healthy relationship. Communication, you know, again, let people know what your boundaries are. Let people know that you need 
whatever you need from out of them, communicate that. And then at the moment that they can't meet that, I wouldn't say pull back, but let them know that they're not meeting that. If they still don't meet that, you pull back. Because you got to, again, you can only give out what you getting back in return and unless you're figuring out other ways to get your cup refilled you got to pull back until that cup gets refilled and if it's not being refilled by the people in front of you then you got to go attend to the people that are refilling it and then maybe you can come back to that situation later and pour into it and then pull back again if they still are on the same type of shit but you know it's it's really just uh, you have to learn when you need to give and when you need to pull back. That's between you and yourself. <laughs> like, really sit in the mirror and be like, dang, am I in a space where I can continue giving and they're not pouring back into my cup? Or maybe do I need to give my attention to the people that do pour into my cup and then maybe I can come back and give without wanting anything back in return? Like, and that's something I'm definitely working on, especially when it comes to men. Like, unless we in a relationship, I can't keep pouring into people. Because the more you, like, get to like people, or I can, let's, okay, let's not say I can't pour into the, but I can't pour into you at the rate that I am capable of pouring because you're not pouring back into my cup. So I have to take a step back and go focus on other people to get my cup filled up. And then when I get my cup filled back up and I'm just in a loving, giving mood, I can come back and pour into you and back away as needed and not rely so heavily on people that are not my people, you know? Okay, so next is, um, so practicing self-care leads to selflessness. So... That was actually something that I really appreciated seeing within this uh, article is that when you are focusing on yourself, you're able to give out so much more. In a sense of when you get yourself to a place of joy or to the essence of love, now you can give it out and not want anything back in return. So it's like you kind of you. Well, I would say first you need selfishness in order to give out selflessness. Like, you have to focus on you so that you can go out and give to everybody else. So, again, at the moment that when you're giving out to everybody else and you feel like nobody's giving to you, you have to pause, take a step back, and go pour back into yourself. Whether that be, you know, I want to say some of the things that said on here was meditating or, you know, the self-maintenance, whether it's going to go get your nails and hair done or getting massages or if you like to journal, journaling, if you're an artist, doing your art. You know, me, I'm a binge watcher, baby. I got to binge watch everything, whether it be YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, whatever. I'm binge watching it. So, but in those moments where I'm to myself, making myself feel good, now I'm refilled and I'm ready to just give out love. <laughs> ready to just give out love. And then, you know, again, when you feel like you're getting to that point of not necessarily E, but I'd say when you're getting, okay, let's say if we're on like a gas tank, when you're at full, you're overflowing. 
when you're at half, that means you're no longer overflowing. And then when you're anything left less than half, that means that you need to take a step back and and go recharge, right? So when you get up under half, that's when you need to pause, take a step back and go self-care, go love on yourself, go do whatever you need to do to get yourself back to half. Well, get yourself back to full rather. Cause then you'll be overflowing and now you go out and give all that love to everybody else. But if you are only at half or below, you can't really give out anything because they go, they go strip you <laughs> like, and who's going to be pouring into you? You like, if you're not focused on you, it's very rare that you're going to have other people focus on you. And now of course it's some people out here that, they are just as giving as us as a people, but they still have their own life. So they can't give at the rate that you need them to give. So you have to take that self-care. I was in a training class and I'm surprised I still remember this a few weeks, months, probably a few months back uh, for work. And one of the things that we were talking about in there is like, you got to have like a I forgot what the name of the plan was called, but it was talking about how you should have five people around you that you can call in case of emergencies or when you need something or something like that. And it was crazy because I necessarily like I couldn't even think of five people. And I think that is a terrible thing. It's like terrible because you you start to realize that you really don't have anybody that can pour into your cup stuff for you because I really only have had me all my life all my life I had to fight but I really only had myself so I'm starting to realize like yo you really don't have too many people like when I was at that thing I was like yo I really only could think of maybe three people that I could call right now that if I needed them they drop everything in the blink of an eye and they were like, think of five. And I was just like, shit, five. <laughs> like five was hard. But it's like, you got to figure out those five people because you got to be able to use people interchangeably in a sense of you can't put all your eggs in one basket at all <laughs> because people have their own lives. People are going through their own shit. Like, you really have to figure out how to put your eggs in other baskets. And us as a people sometimes get so focused on trying to get that one person and focus our attention on one person that we forget, like, yo, we need multiple people to focus on so that that one person is not feeling so strained, you know? And even for ourselves, like, we can't just depend on ourselves sometimes, too, because I get so lonely. Um, You're going to get lonely at some point. Like, you can't just focus on yourself to the point where you're excluding everybody else from around you. So I would challenge you all, like they did me. I still don't got five people, y'all. But <laughs> they challenged us to come up with five. I challenge y'all to figure out what... Who are those five people that if you needed them right now or if you needed somebody to talk to, somebody to vent to, somebody, if say if you were going on a trip and you needed somebody to watch your house or whatever the case may be, who would be those five people that you would be able to reach out to that's going to have your back? Or 
if you need to if you need a, a girl's day out or a friend's day out or a family day or lunch brunch whatever like if you need those those days who's those five people that you know if you call them they're gonna be like okay girl let's go okay girl let's go or okay let's go like pack up let's go because though we can do it for ourselves we need help like we really do and the five people are going to be how you practice that self-care too because it's definitely said journaling going to the 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 massage parlor to getting your nails and stuff done but it also said going to lunch with a family a person a person in the family i don't know what i just said but going to lunch with a, a person in the family going maybe going to brunch with a friend or you know hanging out with these people like that's self-care too you know anything or anybody in your life that brings you joy that's self-care like when you're around them you you will get joyful but again you got to have five and honestly maybe i'd say from five to ten no more than 10. It just seems like a lot of people to manage. But from 5 to 10, a good 5 would be perfect. But from 5 to 10 would be ideal in a sense of you have a community around you to where you're not only pouring into yourself, but you have other people pouring into yourself, into you too. So yeah, community. And figuring out those people around you that's going to help to get you back to that full, that full tank. So you can continue to pour out to everybody because you can't go to work and be the best employee. You can't be in a relationship and be the best girlfriend or boyfriend. You can't uh, go around family and be the best cousin, daughter, niece, uh, grandchild, none of that without or auntie, uh, uncle, nephew you know all those names you can't go around them being the best you you can be if you're not refilling yourself so again selfishness leads to selflessness remember that um and then um one of the quotes i've seen on on the website that I really like well it's actually two quotes i've seen on the, the website that i really liked um the first one is Putting yourself first is not bad. However, taking more than you need at the expense of others or hurting others is bad. And then the other one is, to have respect, you must both give respect and be worthy of respect, but you must also respect yourself and demand respect from others. Baby, when I tell you them with some words, like, I was like, okay, yeah, I got to say those. For the first one, putting yourself first is not bad. It's not bad at all. Honestly, it, it is, like I said, you are now the CEO of your business. <laughs> like, you are now the manager of your corporation. So if you are not thinking about your corporation first, it is nobody else's responsibility to think about your corporation before you. Know yourself. You have to learn you to be able to communicate you to everybody else around you. Now, it's definitely not your job to make everybody understand you, but it's your job to show up as you. 
and be unapologetically you, but you got to learn you first. <laughs> you got to learn you in the process. Like, who are you? Like, are you this person? Are you an author? Are you a writer? Are you an artist? Are you a musician? Are you a daughter? Are you a son? Like, who are you? Like, think about that. Ponder on that. Figure out who you are so you can continuously show up as that around everybody else around you. But don't forget that in you being these things, it's only because you're in relationship to somebody else or in relation to somebody else. Like you are a daughter because your mama had you. You are a teacher because somebody hired you. You or you are a teacher because God taught you a lesson, you know, but you are these things in relation to somebody. So remember that when you're around people, you can only teach if you have students. You can only be an auntie if you have a nephew or a niece. You can only be a trash man if you got trash to go pick up. So you got to be of service to those around you and not just get so stuck in who you are that you forget those around you. But you got to know who you are so that you even know how to be that for the people around you. You know you're a teacher, so now you got to go be the best teacher for your students, which is the selfless act. You know you're, uh, what is it, a plumber. You know you're a plumber. So now you go be selfless. Well, I guess they get kind of get paid in return. But <laughs> you go be a plumber. You give the best service to those who need it because that's a selfless act. So in order to be selfless, you you got to know who you are. Because the, with you knowing who you are, now you can be selfless in relation to the people around you. It's hard to be me if I ain't got nobody else around me, in a sense. Like, if that makes sense. And I know some people probably will be like, you are you, whether you got people around you or not. But if we're all social, then I think that's kind of bs because you need people around you so i think you finding out who you are is how you help those around you i know i know that i'm very good at analyzing and you know mental health things and recognizing problems and those things of that nature now, the way in which I be selfless is I pass this information on to others around me, you know, if that makes sense. I feel like it do to me, but I guess that's all that matters. I don't know. <laughs> it makes sense to me, so y'all better roll with it. Um, but <laughs> And then the last quote is, to have respect, you must both give respect and be worthy of respect, which means that in order to get you got to give, period. And then you got to also, you know, set up, like it says, demand respect from others. And that's another thing is a lot of us have lack of respect for ourselves, which is why we accept so much or so little from other people. 
in a sense of like I said, if you want that relationship, well, I mean, you could demand that you get the relationship. It don't even mean that you're going to get the relationship, but you can move differently when you find out you're not. <laughs> but, um, or let's say not even relationship. If you know that you are waiting to have sex until you're married, you put that out on the table and anybody that ain't down for that, deuces. Or if you... I just came across this post where this dude was talking about how men shouldn't be doing all this other stuff without anything back in return. I don't, you know, that's another conversation for another day. But, you know, if you're if you know you're a man and you want something back in return if you're going to be spending dates on somebody or you i mean spending dates spending money on somebody for dates and all this other stuff getting gifts and stuff like that demand that you get respect however you see fit i don't know if you can really demand that you get sex back in return that just seems kind of idiotic but to each his own. If that's how you value or if that's how you see respect is if I give you this, you are respecting me by giving me this back in return. Then you put that out on the table and don't settle for less. Don't change your standards because of wanting to be accepted because you're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> you're not going to get anywhere at all. Honestly, you're going to feel even like you're going to feel more disrespected than ever. And that's just going to make your, it's going to grind your gears because it grinds mine. But um, speaking of, um, it did say like women tend to be more selfless to a fault because we are people pleasers and all this other stuff, you know, yada, 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 that we they say and all this other stuff and I definitely co-sign because I definitely have given out all of me and gotten nothing back in return but you also have to again establish what you want back in return like don't just be given if you don't even know what you want back in return because at some point you're gonna need something back in return even if you don't know what you want at the beginning you're gonna figure out what you want at some point and you better communicate that because if you don't open up your mouth, you're not going to get anything back. What they say, closed mouths don't get fed. So, so women, we definitely got to work on not just being people pleasers or looking for acceptance and all this other stuff without getting anything back in return. Because I feel like sometimes we end up at the end of the stick when we are constantly giving because we're nurturers. I think people sometimes forget that women are nurturers. So we are naturally giving. Like that's the whole point of them saying that we are the multipliers. We just give out. So we really got to work hard on just in the midst of us getting out we got to be getting like in order for us to bloom and to multiply and every, we have to be getting something like what they say when they give us the seed we turn it into a baby when they give us the food we turn it into a meal when they give us the home, house we turn it into a home like we got to be getting something <laughs> for us to multiply it so if you don't even know what you need to be getting <laughs> then you should not be just multiplied for any Tom Dick and Harry or for any job or anything like that 
Do I think men probably have the same problem? Maybe y'all do. But if you know that you are just over here just spending all your money or whatever and you ain't getting nothing back in return, you need to figure out what the hell you want to. Don't just be over here spending money and you don't even know that you want to be in a relationship or not. At the moment that you do know you want to be in a relationship, say that shit. Or at the moment you know you want, well, I guess we're supposed to assume that all men want sex and all this stuff. No, closed mouths don't get fed. If you want sex, make that be known. Who cares how vulgar or whatever it sounds? There's a smooth way to say everything. It's a smooth way to do everything. You ain't got to just come out the gate and be like, I want to fuck. But you definitely can put it into some smooth words. And if she down for the... If she down for the car, she, she going she gonna to bend over. But communicate. Open up your mouth. And don't just try to be a people pleaser to be accepted and all this other stuff. Like, I definitely know, especially now moving forward, romantic relationships, anyone that I, like, any dating or whatever, the intention is relationship. The intention is marriage. The intention is children. That is going to be set out on the first date. Boundaries are you're not coming to my house. I'm not coming to your house at night. Night stuff ain't happening unless it's outside. Ain't no coming upstairs. Ain't no nightcaps. Ain't none of that <laughs> without a relationship. Like those are boundaries. And like sticking to those and respecting yourself enough so that they can respect you too because i think boundaries is what establishes respect because when you set these boundaries now are you keeping them or are you breaking them because this person looked good or this person made you laugh or whatever like nah when you come up with these boundaries you stick to that that's how you demand that respect or establish that respect and then whoever don't want to give you that back in return deuces <laughs> but yeah um, so some ways to uh, figure out if you're work, like if you have become balanced in your well, OK, it says seven questions rather to ask yourself to figure out if you're balanced with being selfless or selfish. Question one is, do I have healthy boundaries that allow me to consider the needs of others without violating my own principles and needs? <laughs> gotta work on that two do i factor in the needs and desires of others when making decisions that affect those in my life gotta work on that three am i willing to have open compromise oriented conversations with others when disagreements arise <laughs> gotta work on that do i give others and about uh, do i give to others in a balanced way Saying yes to commitments that feel right and declining those that are not right for me. <laughs> Gotta work on that. Um, <laughs> five, um, do I take care of myself so that I am not chronically depleted from giving to and doing for others? <laughs> Gotta work on that. <laughs> Six, am I conscious of the needs of my community and engaged in supporting others as best I can, whether financially, physically, or emotionally? <laughs> Gotta work on that. <laughs> and lastly, number seven, do I prioritize others and live in a way that lets my loved ones know that they are important to me? Definitely got to work on that. I definitely got to work on everybody feeling loved. Um, I definitely do it in the best way possible. I Well, I would say I definitely am in a more selfish season. Like, I really am focused on self. Like, I'd be so isolated over here these days. 
add, like, I'm selfish. And I know that I'm selfish. And I do have to get back to a place of selflessness. Um, But I think I've been giving so much that I was completely burned out. So I'm really just enjoying my me time and everything. And so, but I'm going to get back out, you know, get back out, doing stuff with people or whatever. But, yes, this really has been a selfish season. I really have been in the house by myself, like, focused on me um unless i unless i know my mom absolutely needs something it's not big dog i'm good (laughs) like i've really just been over here focusing on myself but i'm slowly getting back around family getting back out and everything so i'm getting to a more balanced space but those 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 are definitely seven questions and of course i'm gonna put those questions in the video um, so you can read along with them and pause and ask yourself these things and stuff like that. And then the last the last things that I will say is uh, some cautionary things to keep, uh, keep track of when it comes to being selfish is be conscious of your time. So make sure that you're not so focused on yourself that you start forget forgetting about others or about work or about relationships or anything of that nature like make sure that you're or just make sure you're getting that time in general too like if you know you need a good five minutes every day for your meditation or for your journaling or reading or whatever get that make sure you're prioritizing that um be conscious of relationships that kind of ties in with the first one but we can elaborate just a little bit more When it comes to your relationships, make sure that you're paying attention to them. Again, like, I think when you have a healthy balance, you learn how to empathize. So you could tell what's going on with people. You learn how to read the room and everything of that nature. So, and you can, with being conscious of relationships, make sure to not let your relationships fall by the wayside. Again, these are people that's going to help you to stay selfless. Because they go be pouring into your selfish time. So make sure you're giving to these relationships and, you know, nurturing them and helping them to continue to grow, putting an effort into them, not just romantic, but all your relationships so that you are continuously receiving that joy in. So you continuously give out to, you know, everybody around you. Lastly is be cautious of money. So I guess like this will more so definitely more specifically with self-care is don't let your self-care turn into addictions in the sense of your self-care shouldn't be overly shopping. Your self-care shouldn't be like if you go to the nail salon, don't do it overly like you probably only need your nails done maybe twice a month not oh i see something cute so i want to change it you know be cautious with your money like when you're focusing on self you can get lost in all this fun stuff to pamper yourself like you don't need a massage three times a week if you can't afford it you don't need to get your hair done once a week if you can't afford it you know you don't need to be spending your money on all this stuff if you can't afford it so be cautious of your money only indulge in what you can afford to indulge in because a lot of self-care definitely can be free instead like journaling or going out in nature like I'm in Florida so I like to go by the beach and I don't even be walking on the water I literally just sit in the car just look at the water but 
free shit <laughs> um but like taking a walk outside or going to a park and walking or you know exploring stuff like that that's free so be conscious of your money but i'm gonna end this right here um Lastly, I just want to say, again, balance. Everything requires balance. You should not be on one side more than the other. Of course, there's going to be phases in your life where you're going to be more selfless than selfish and vice versa. Like I just said, I'm in my selfish season. But I'm going to get back to a point of selflessness. I don't know when, but I'm in the selfish season. But I got to be in the selfish season so I can continue to pour into my podcast. Um, So I have to be on some learn me time and evaluate time so that I can pass along knowledge to everybody. Um, But uh, learn your times that you're in. Learn when you need to be selfish versus selfless. Learn when your tank is no longer full and maybe it's at a half. And then when you know when it's getting below half, figure out who you need to call, who's your five people that you can reach out to, or what are those things that you do by yourself that that brings you joy, that fills you back up so that you get back to full and start pouring into everybody. These are things that you should be evaluating. These are things that's going to help you to continue to be selfless. But remember that without selfishness, you can't be selfless. We can't give to nobody if we ain't got nothing to give, period. Like, you can't even get nobody to shirt off your back if you ain't got no shirt. So, figure out how to get the shirt. <laughs> figure out how to get the shirt first. Figure out how to pour into you so that when you come around other people, you're selfless. I still stand by my my previous comment, which is when you're around other people, you should be selfless. And if you have other people around you with that same mindset, then you never feel like anybody's left behind and of course you still be selfish but like i said in selfishness it leads to selflessness so are you really being selfish though Mm, i don't know but you know work on you learn you present you to everybody else because once you are that essence of love you'll give it out to everybody around you and they'll love you shit i tried to get through it y'all it got me but (laughs) you know once you start giving out the essence of love or you are the essence of love once you start giving out to that to everybody else they'll love you for it so yes next week i'm actually going to be talking about the different types of dependencies because i came to a revelation that i might be a little codependent so (laughs) i'm gonna go through the types of dependencies and we're gonna talk about it um next week because we got a flow and i feel like that would be a perfect flow into dependencies but this was a selfishness versus selflessness and yeah hopefully you learned something um but yeah this is talking shit with deja where we dropped the eye because not only can i talk my shit but i want you to talk your shit too um but yeah like comment subscribe all that good stuff and then follow me on tiktok facebook uh instagram yeah so i will catch y'all next week wednesday seven o'clock tune in bye